now we've arrived to the fateful conclusion where our brand new villains conduct their final solution. Enjoy the finale with this grievous third scene. From our crew to you, have a happy Halloween. like liquor and things that go boo then buckle up listener because this one's for you prepare yourself for the hideous laughter podcast Hey guys, and welcome back to the Hideous Laughter Podcast, part three of our Halloween spooktacular. Guys, I really want to get right into it, but I gotta ask, Haley, what are you drinking? Rum and Pepsi. Rum and Pepsi. What about you, Brooks? Uh, It's all truly here. Oh, truly. Man, we're changing the game over here. We're gonna lose that White Claw sponsorship fast. (laughs) (laughs) What about you, Steve? That was a uh, dark brown sip. I am drinking black coffee today. Nice. I got really fucked up last night and I feel terrible. Well, it's all good here. What about you, Emily? Cider. Cider. I myself am also drinking a rum and Pepsi. Guys, we left you off and you had fought this kind of epic battle at the at the church of Phrasma. I don't know if you expected so much resistance but you know the the cleric there clearly had preparations to defend their town if if need be you caught the cleric though and and little unscrupulously <laughs> uh got some information out of her and a nice chew toy, I guess. And you found a note in her desk, dated rather recently, only a couple of days ago, from a man named Father Grimborough from Ravengrow, talking about Mr. and Mrs. Vargas, and Trellis Vargas, and how they had a suspicion that the Whispering Way was on their tail. And that suspicion led them to, instead of using their normal trade route and, and trading with, you know, the people along the way, kind of post up at the edge of the forest by Ravengrow. Your characters know this. I assume they likely want to get there as quickly as possible. Is that a correct assumption? Yeah, yeah, get on move. So, if one of you could make me a knowledge geography, if you have it. Come on, Doc. Yes. All right. That is a 23. Okay. So, the good doctor knows pretty much the most direct route from Moraine Lee to Ravengrow. Uh, She knows of two routes. One route is a little more direct than the other, but it goes through Virlik. The other kind of stays away from the cursed lands and the one route would take 
just over two days, the other just over three. It's up to you guys to decide which you'd like to take. Vivian will make a pros-con list for each option and uh, display that to the group to help decide. What does her list say? (laughs) Oh, just like the one will take longer, but avoid bad areas, and the other will be shorter, but a little bit more treacherous. Okay. Uh, What do your characters think? I I would go for two days. Two days. Yep. I agree with that. Everyone in agreement? Haley? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so you guys set off, and you you almost had a little bit back, backtracking the way you came. Uh, you know that there's a route that kind of swoops from Moraine Lee to Raven Grow. It cuts through the it cuts through Virlik about after a day's journey. So the first day, unless you guys have any more business in Moraine Lee goes rather uneventfully. Oh, by the way, did you guys leave Mother Magpie alive? I know you bit off her hand. I think she she was brought back to consciousness because she told us where the letter was after that, and I adhesive spittled her. Yeah, so she in was place. Stuck in place. Would so, Ed so just, allow her to stay her. alive? Yeah, would Ed allow her to stay alive? Oh no, definitely not. <laughs> like I and I to be honest, I figured Vivian would have just uh, cut her up or, I don't know, something. I mean, Vivian was still in the feral mutagen because that lasts for 50 minutes. So if Edward had kind of nudged her along to, to finish her off, uh, Vivian probably would have would have followed that because she uh, doesn't have the best mental traits when she's in the when she's feral. Well, certainly. And I think Edward probably would have encouraged a bit of a dissection. You you two, you two are are are, are a very special kind of special. <laughs> Thank you. So you finish the woman off and you find some stuff on her. She, you know, was clearly fairly geared up. So you look over her corpse, and you see a. Uh, she's wearing a breastplate. She has a morning star, a light crossbow, and a wooden shield. Does anybody want to make me an appraise check, a detect magic, a spellcraft? I can spellcraft and kind of appraise. I can appraise at a negative one. Well, <laughs> me, I have a five me, to appraise. Let me try it oh, at that's eight. Than mine. Definitely have spellcraft. Yeah, and I'm a 13 spellcraft. Oh, dang. I aid. What? 12 12 on the die. Her uh, praise check. Okay. So I have 20 total praise. 20 total praise. Yeah, you can see this is some valuable stuff. Uh, It is a masterwork breastplate, a masterwork light crossbow, a masterwork silver morning star, and who made that spellcraft? Yeah. So, what did you get? 24. 24. Yeah, you know that this is a plus one heavy wooden shield. Ooh. I don't think any of us use shields. Yeah, well. well. Yeah, but we need to take the silver. I feel like yeah. having silver is helpful. What what type of a weapon is a morning star? Is that a martial? I think a morning star is a simple weapon. Yeah, because uh, that's what Lyra uses, and I don't think she's trained in 
martial oh, weapons. Okay. Well, then I was. Does it make sense for the doc to have that? Because I don't need any weapons or gear. I know Ed doesn't doesn't get up in personal, and neither does the the gingerbread lady. Yeah. I mean, my um, sickle is actually adamantine. Oh, damn! So <laughs> we should still just have this have it just in yeah. case. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I can. I can, I can use a shield. Like I can use a shield. So. Okay. Yeah, if you want the shield, to go ahead and take it. All right. And then, I think what Ed was doing spellcraft. I'll help him. I'll no, 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 he he got it. That was oh, twenty four. Okay. Sorry, I missed it. I missed it. So you guys are kind of still on the scene for the moment, and I need Nana Opal to make me a perception check. Really? Yes. I rolled nineteen. Okay. So I got an eighteen. Yes, an eighteen is enough. And you guys kind of see this happening. Nana Opal's nostrils flare. And she can smell the scent of a group of children. <laughs> Ew. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do? I guess I would... I would probably, like, my eyes would, would widen. And I would... You guys would see me have, like, a renewed vigor almost... Almost like I have become a little younger and ready for the chase. And more vigorous. Stop. <laughs> what, what's, what's, what's going on, Granny? You, you're, you're, all, you're all perky right now. What's going on? Oh, dear. There's children here. Okay. We have to go get the children. They're important. Uh, how? <laughs> in, in, in what way? Well... More offerings are always welcome. Uh, okay. I have cookies for them. Just for the children. I'll help you get the kids if you give me another cookie. Okay. All right. <laughs> Addicted to cookies now. <laughs> <laughs> Injecting yeah, uh, powdered sugar. That yeah, sounds about right. She would start, like, on the hunt, like, sniffing going to go get these kids. Can you tell how now far tell me, they are? Tell me how this uh, mechanically works, please, because uh, if I do remember correctly, gingerbread witches have something of a child scent. Oh yeah, no, I have the hex child scent. Like, I can, I can just sniff out children. Um, so I basically get the scent ability like an actual wolf or dog that would be hunting. Yep. Don't worry, her gingerbread house is... 5,000 feet away from a school or park. <laughs> Why? <laughs> and then, um, but yeah, no, but only only with respect to humanoid children and immature animals. So I have scent and and can hunt things, but only children and humanoid. Are well, they are most animals. definitely humanoid children. Yep. Um, you, I'm not even going to make you roll survival on it because you have that hex. And they're not exactly experienced uh, woodsmen or anything that would know how to hide their tracks or their smell. So you kind of remember where you saw people heading into the woods, the parish. And you can follow it pretty easily. And you realize that they didn't make it very far into the woods. You sniff along a path. And you find that as you approach a clearing... You can see children huddled with some parents. You can tell a couple did not make it out of the church through the carnage. 
but mama or mother magpie rather was pretty intensely guarding the children and she made sure that they made it into the back room before anyone else you approach this clearing and and you see roughly 15 kids and five adults and I unless you're rolling a stealth imagine that they see the four of you approaching oh no Nanopal's not not about to stealth she's gonna walk up and try and play the old lady card Christ. Well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> what did well, she say? Mr. Turner would definitely be be with uh, with her as well, and uh, Nana Opal can I guess address if she wants to. But I know that uh, Mr. Turner would attempt to command one of the adults or one of the parents. Fuck. Okay. Oh God. What do I have to roll? Uh, will uh, will save. Twelve. Nope. Oh boy. Uh, then, uh, so I'm gonna. It's the single single command approach, and or I guess and say, well, don't you have a few offerings for us? And your command is approach. Yeah. And uh, one of the women previously seated, kind of huddled with the children, stands up. And you see two of the kids kind of grasp at her, but she shakes them off and walks towards you. Well, children, are you not going to follow your elder? Oh, yes. Uh, Come closer. There was a bit of a misunderstanding earlier. I just wanted to bring some cookies to the parish. Yeah, roll me a bluff, Jack. Yeah, meanwhile, fucking Doctor and Saw are in the background looking disgusting. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Doctor's probably, like, picking tendons out of her teeth, and Saw's just, like, generally greasy and gross and tattooed up. Yeah, if it's still within 50 minutes, Vivian's still feral. 20. 20. I'm the most charismatic witch you ever gonna see. Yep. They're convinced. Children are not difficult to convince. And you see <laughs> oh you see most of the <laughs> most of the group begin to approach with the woman that Mr. Turner commanded to join him. So about half of this group is is just coming up to you guys. What you know, the other half isn't quite as maybe doesn't have that childlike wonder, doesn't want to follow. Uh, I don't know. Ed, honey, you might want to go talk to the others. They seem less convinced. Oh, you're so right. And, you know, I think they ought to meet for asthma or at least go to the gate soon and uh he'll walk walk right up to the the group of people that aren't with nano miss opal and he's all smiles and head held high and uh, very happy to see everyone and uh touching their heads and being very friendly and they're like shrinking back from you a little bit they're afraid of you uh now, congregation, let me help you find Phrasma and Grotus 
And then channel negative energy. Jesus fuck. Oh God. <laughs> Roll your damage. That is dark. <laughs> oh. Fifteen. Two. Everyone? Oh my god. Yeah, they drop dead. How They're many, like how villagers many, <laughs> and children. How, how many women and children did Ed Turner just kill? <laughs> he just killed like three adults and seven kids. Alright. He's uh he's very, very happy. Saw's so just in the background, like mouth agape, like what the fuck? Now, while he was going over there doing all the preachery stuff, Nana Opal will turn to Viv and say, Vivian, my dear friend, um I believe that I would like some assistance in just one minute. As and uh she's gonna snap her fingers and you feel a very, very good sense of being at home right now as uh, she starts handing out cookies to six of the children at least and they go to sleep if they eat them and when the kids fall asleep the villager like the the lady kind of is snapped out of her command she you know she tries to attack you she struggles I imagine saw probably puts her out of her misery pretty quickly yeah i don't i don't turn into the tiger but i do have a massive great sword and i saw yeah eliminate this nuisance she's not a child you you got it granny let's go and so he runs up there and like i guess mechanically does a charge attack i don't need the mechanics it's a villager you literally slice her in half 2d6 plus four yeah now, Vivian, kids fall asleep. I don't really care what you do now. Just save me the bones. Oh, that's easy. And so she's still feral. So just with her claws, she'll bend down and start to make very delicate incisions. Oh, dude. Oh, my God. And she will uh, remove the bones and hand them to Why the fuck Nana do we need the bones? This will make excellent flour for my cookies. Oh no. <laughs> oh, that is fucked. Oh boy, you are out there. And she hands you a cookie. He eats the cookie. <laughs> he eats the cookie. <laughs> okay. Ladies and gentlemen, that's addiction. <laughs> yep. Yep. Don't care where it came from. Nana Opal has saw it in the palm of her hand. <laughs> So, I don't know if you take the bodies with you or what you're doing. Uh, I just need the bones. It's just massacred like 20 people, so I'm sure you're all very happy with yourselves. Oh, yeah. Um, Vivian would take some time to, like, write down careful notes uh, with her paper, I guess. She probably doesn't need too much ink. Um, Yeah, she probably just, like, uses one of her claws as, like, a quill pen, dips it in a little kid's eyeball, and then just, like, starts writing, right? Seems pretty par for the course for her. Yeah, 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 but she'll, uh, as quickly but meticulously as possible, try to get data out of this so that she feels like it was not not senseless killing. It was was for a better purpose. Sure. I did leave them alive for you. They're not anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. (laughs) She likes them alive, though. Yeah. 
Yeah, gotta study the organs in their natural state. They got any loot on them? <laughs> oh my god, Saw! I'm a, I was a pirate for a while. I can maybe fall use back those my, bones uh, my to, to make a uh, improvised weapon of sorts, I guess. Yeah. No, they don't really have any any major loot on them. I mean, between like all of the people, you probably get like fifty gold apiece, but that's about it. All but right, still money, but you find some candy, some toys that the kids had, a list of things that like little Johnny wanted to be when he grew up. <laughs> oh no! I mean, they were all dressed in their Sunday best, yeah. so. Yeah, I don't think their their Sunday best is worth any money anymore. <laughs> well, not as blood as drenched, like, yeah, bloody and dirty as they are, running through the woods and being massacred. Okay, so you guys, I think, are heading to Ravengrove. Yeah, Correct. yeah. I know we said we were doing the two day trip, but I feel like now we've probably done the three because of. Well, yeah. I mean, that took <laughs> some time, and you're laden with kid bones, so. And we're probably on a bit of a high horse after our minor victories. <laughs> minor victories. <laughs> Killing yeah. a bunch of kids. Hey, what, there's what always a, more. What a win for the squad. <laughs> give, give yourselves 100 XP. <laughs> <laughs> Is that 100 uh, XP per child? Or? No, no, okay. no. <laughs> so you guys had to Raven Grow. Basically take the rest of the day and camp out. Uh, I don't know if you guys had any... You took a pretty decent chunk of damage, some of you, for that fight, especially Saw. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know if you guys had any healing you want to burn before you go to bed, but you can certainly do that. I... I, After the fight, I drank two potions of Cure Moderate after I got healed in combat and healed myself in combat. Mm-hmm. So I was only 14 hit points down. If nothing crazy happens over the next two days, there's no reason why I couldn't recuperate those hit points okay. to, with sleep. Yeah, I'm 20 down, but yeah, I guess if somebody has oh, the yeah. spells, For I sure. don't know if Edward has. I'll, I'll blast you a couple of times. Thanks. Probably only need to do once. She's going to sleep a couple of times. Oh, that's true. All right. You can have four points. Okay. And I'll take the other three. During this travel, uh, Nanopal is going to make whatever cookies that are requested. Um, I'm thinking Saw is probably going to request like a lot. Yeah, my Vicodin cookies. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Opioids. Do you want any um, intoxication cookies? Yeah, maybe like at the campfire at the end of the day. The ones that make you instantly drunk. I get a little little fucked up. I also have ones that instantly make you sober, but that's not fun. I get, like, wasted, turn into a tiger, and then just blast off into the woods. <laughs> <laughs> it's just in. Usulov has tigers now. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> so, you guys camp out. You take watch. Nothing eventful happens. The next day, you're heading into Virlik. And again, you see kind of the the green fields melt away, replaced by gray, lifeless-looking weeds, brown earth, leafless trees. The land just looks dead, and you're kind of trudging through it. 
Dr. Viv, you know that you're likely going to have to spend the night here. You likely won't make it the entirety of the way out of Virlik in one day. So nothing really happens during the day. You start to get these feelings of unease. Maybe some of you enjoy that. This is a place. I don't know why you look directly at Emily. (laughs) (laughs) But it's tense here. It's, it's very, you get a sense that the taint on the land might never be purged. And you're gearing up to be a part of that blight on Galarian. You set up camp, still in Virlik, go to sleep, and you dream. Terrible dreams. Wonderful dreams. Mr. Turner dreams of a violent end to the world, where all of the living souls are fed to a looming face in the moon, and the face looks down on the desecrated earth and smiles. Nana dreams of hot flames, flames licking up and caressing small bodies in a large oven. (laughs) We zoom out and see Nana Opal looking intently into an oven, licking her lips, blood-spattered apron. She wipes her hands and opens the oven door. And then Dr. Vivian dreams, and you see bodies chained to walls, contraptions, Unlike anything any of you besides her have seen, pumping blood through corpses, but they're not corpses. They would scream if they had the ability to scream anymore. But Dr. Vivian took care of that. And she sits and she takes notes about her research. And then she turns the machine off. The body's head slumps forward. And then we zoom in to an island, the shape of a crescent moon. We see dead men walking, forced to dance an endless dance on the shore of this island while a woman in mottled scalps smiles and hugs a man next to her. Saw, she says, wouldn't you love to be like them? See how happy they are. Oh, okay. Yeah, I could see myself there. And you all wake up. You continue your journey, and by mid-afternoon, you you make it out of Virlik. 
you're on basically the main road that would get you to the town known as Ravengrow. I just love this this mental picture of like thinking of like old western movies where the like bandits roll into town and everybody's like peering out of their shutters and it's like these four are trouble. That's kind of <laughs> what I'm thinking right now. Yeah, that's you're led by a little old lady. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys roll up to town in the evening. You kind of, well, I don't know. What do you do? Do you go straight into town? You know that Mr. and Mrs. Vargas had essentially camped out in the, like, by the forest on the outskirts of town. So I don't know if your characters wanted to actually, like, go into town or if they wanted to go straight to basically their bounty. I could go for a drink. Yeah, I don't know. Nanopole is probably not super interested in, to, in, interested in town. Um, she has a lot of bones already for some flour, so I don't know. She's probably not super interested in town. I think Vivian would be interested in going straight for their goal, wanting to scope out where the where they're camping out and just kind of get a feel for that sure. area. What about Mr. Tana? That's probably true. Uh, it's pretty goal oriented, so that sounds about right. I love you guys, but you guys sometimes are no fun. And Nana Opal will hand you a cookie. <laughs> oh, looks like this one's on the house. All right. Is Saw gonna just be like eight hundred pounds if we do this? <laughs> like that uh, oh, picture God. of the tiger in the zoo that got like way over. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, you're wasted now. And for the next hour. You didn't ask what kind of cookie you wanted to drink. Well. <laughs> so you guys dragged Saw. Could, have, could really have role-played this well last night. <laughs> you guys dragged Saw to, uh, to the edge of basically the forest. It's, you know, about a mile outside of town. As you guys get there, it, it, it's become, you know, late evening. Nighttime, and I need you to make me a perception check, all of you. What? What, Ten. Min- what minus do I get on this for being drunk? Are you still drunk? How long does it take to go outside town? How long does it take to walk a mile? I don't Roughly twelve You're still minutes. Drunk. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm still drunk. Drunk well, for an hour. What, Mr. Turner, what, what minus do you want me to take? Just roll it. Mr. Turner got a 25. It's a 19. 16. Oh, 10. Sorry. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> Mr. Turner and Saw, Saw kind of hiccups. is like, what's that over there? <laughs> uh, you guys see what looks like, like a merchant's caravan. You see kind of a clearing in front of the woods. Smoke. Looks like somebody had recently had a fire here. Do you approach? Yeah. Vivian would try to stealth a little closer to get a better view, see if... she going to go ahead of the group? You guys okay with that? Yeah, it's fine. Okay. 
<laughs> you do you, boss. Oh, no. Only a nine? Okay. You stealth up to the camp. And you don't see any people. You see that, like, there were kind of logs and, and spots to sit around this fire, but you don't see anybody at the fire. It's still smoking, so whoever set this fire is probably not overly far away. The caravan is there. The doors are shut. The shutters are shut. What do you do? Can I make a perception check to see like, if she can hear anything in the caravan or like see a little bit of light coming through shutters or something? Okay. 18? 18. You hear a little bit of like mumbled voices coming from inside the caravan, but that's all you hear. Okay. You can kind of, if you peek into the shutters, it looks as if like there's light coming from inside, but. Okay. Are you going to come back and share all of this? Yeah. And yeah. figuring out that likely they're inside their caravan, uh, Vivian would go back out and relay that to the rest of the group that they're likely there. Okay. Okay. With that, Nana Opal is going to be like, hang on, Sonny, you need some protection because the cookie was a little strong and uh, you have mage armor. Learn to handle your cookies. Why don't you give him a sobriety cookie? I didn't prepare any. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, got mage armor now. I'm wasted. Good. I'll go ahead and get mage armor on myself as well because I'm squishy. Okay. And uh, Vivian would like to before we go up there, drink her feral mutagen. So she gets her claws. And then as that's happening, she would like to take a small pouch from her belt and dip each of her claws into it and put on a poison. Okay. That it has a chance of knocking them unconscious. Yes. Now, now remember, we have to keep Antralis and his wife alive. Oh... As much as I would love to see them pass, I guess this one time I'll have to let them go. Let their souls be. Um, also, Mr. Turner is going to cast guidance on, guidance on everybody and then detect magic on the caravan. Oh, you see a great many things, Mr. Turner couple of auras. One aura, stronger than the rest, surrounds the almost entirety of the caravan. But okay. you see several auras within, and you see the caravan on the map. One near the back north corner, so like the north um, northwest corner. One in the north of the caravan if you're looking at it on the map um, and then just this even stronger aura surrounding the entire place can we pump the brakes for like 45 minutes and let me sober up real quick that'd be really cool 
Is that? Did you put like the intoxicated effect on? It doesn't have it. I can't find it. Huh. I know there's it's, something for yeah, it, but I don't really know is. what it does. You, you just, you roll a d4 and you take that much charisma damage. Oh. Well, well you don't use that. It's not like any charisma. So let's, uh. That's like typical intoxication rules, I believe. I think there might be, I think you, you might be nauseated. strength or something, too. Yeah. Uh, I no, I think, I think you get a plus on charisma checks while you're drunk and then you take oh. the, you take the, um, like fatigue and whatever if you got like when you sober up I know you're yeah you get you're like fatigued for whatever d4 it's hours a, oh. fuck this let's do it while I'm wasted let's go <laughs> yeah uh, so do you guys mind uh, placing yourselves on this map okay oh you get a minus two to reflex <laughs> all right great Okay, so door to this <laughs> door to this caravan seems, you know, shut tight for the evening. Are there windows? They're all shuttered from the inside. Okay. Is there a fire burning? Because I put that on on Sirenscape. I think it's out. Well, it's out. There if you listen to me, it's it's smoking like somebody had recently been out. Well, I was trying to f- the the irony is here is I was trying to find the fireplace sounds and you were telling me that the fire was out <laughs> I'll pay better attention next time. Smooth. so I would like to try and look I don't know like a classic old lady grandma like I'm willing to roll disguise for that and want to rap on the door and say ask will you please let in an old lady she needs some help so you rap on the door let you make me make me a bluff check for that. I don't think you really need disguise to appear as an old lady. <laughs> <laughs> since checking. you are. Oh, I got a natural 20, so 28. So 28. You wait a couple seconds, then a minute. You don't get any response. It's not polite to ignore the elderly. Hey. Boss. Boss. Nana. Yes. Do you want me to open the door? Fuck. Yes, please. Saw I could use some help. <sighs> All right. Um, I guess <laughs> you're coming up to the door. Coming up to the door. Well, you don't have um, disabled device, so I think it's just gonna be a strength check to open this damn door. All right. I am not in. Um, in tiger form, but what I am going to do is throw back a potion of bull strength. How many of those do you fucking have? I bought four. Goddamn. I didn't have to spend a lot of money on armor and weapons, so I bought a lot of potions. Sometime, Derry, let me know what you've been drinking. I'm good at uh, drinkables as well. Uh, Good to know, good to know, good to know, good to know. Alright, so that is an eight total. Really sad. Door does not open. You were the more than happy to let you roll another one there. All right, I'm kicking. 19 on the die. Yep, you kind of pull it in it. You hear the the deadbolt kind of snap, and the door flies open, and you're confused because it's suddenly dark in there, and you don't see anybody. 
Oh dear. Yeah. And I need you to make me a perception check. Okay, 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 okay. Give me a second. I'm getting there. Okay, okay. Okay, that is 17 total. 17 total. You see two very valuable... Actually, hold your horses. I have dark vision. I know. Okay, so it's... I'm aware. That's why I said you don't see anybody. All right, right, cool. (laughs) But you're surprised because you... I should you, be able to see. In there. Well, yeah. you're surprised because Dr. Viv said that she thought there was like light inside and she heard. Yeah. Yeah. Like mumbled conversation. So. And there's magic. I would have told. Yeah. The party that as well. Um, so you open the door, you make that perception check. You don't see anybody in there, but with, with a 17, you do see what looks like kind of under a couple of rugs and blankets what looks like the corner of a chest and then a second one. There are some chests kind of hastily, hastily covered up in this, um, in this wagon. There's some cool fucking boxes in here, guys. Yes, this made me need a more careful mind to examine. Vivian will, uh, walk up and she has disabled device. So she would, where does she walk up? Uh, she would walk. Okay, make me a perception check before she walks through the door. I'm rolling horribly. Thirteen. Okay, Doctor Viv. A little hasty, a little excited to see what was in here, and in your excitement, you miss the cues from Mister Turner about magic being in a specific corner of the room. You miss the cues that were kind of easily leading you into the corner of the caravan. And what happens is a 17 on the die plus 10 hits you. Yep. You take 13 points of physical damage Oh, no. And 10 points of electricity damage as a magical buzzing saw blade shoots out of the wall in the northwest corner of the caravan as you walk through the threshold, digs into your left arm, and you're just bleeding, and and as you you feel it dig into you, it, it... lights up with this sparkling magic and your muscles all tense up and start to convulse as you fall to the ground, kind of just twitching and bleeding. Ouch. Oh, shit. How much are you down? Sorry. Uh, I only have six hit point or 16 hit points left out of 46. Nana Opal, wait. Is there is there still ma- magic in there, Ed? Um, yeah. B- uh, based on the other checks, yeah, there still is. Yeah, now that he can look into the doorway, he's still kind of getting interference from this whole caravan being magical. But as he concentrates, Mister Turner can pinpoint magic coming from both of the chests. But not that corner. Not the corner anymore. Okay. Yeah. So. With that, um, 
Nana Opal would uh, walk up and hand a potion of would you say cure moderate or cure serious? Which one would you prefer? Uh, I mean, she needs like 30 hit points to get back up to normal. You can have a cure serious. Thanks. That's 3d8 plus one per level and it's a five, five level potion. Ooh, thank you. So 3d8 plus five. Sixteen plus five, twenty-one. Yeah. Thank you. Vivian feels much better now. It seems we should be examining this chest over here. Okay. All right. That's fine. Yeah. Let's do that. Okay. Let's do it. Let's do it. Anything to better our cause. Okay. So are you checking out these chests? Yes. Do you have a perception check on the chests? Yeah. After uh, I'm pretty yeah. weary, weary. Like, nearly died there. Who's got higher perception than me? <laughs> I have plus six to my perception. Yeah. Plus seven. Ooh, not too bad. 21. So. 16. Nah, not that high. Dr. 17. Viv, you're examining the further in chest, correct? Uh, with a 21, you reach your hand forward. And then you stop. Something looks funny about the latch on this chest. And you realize that if you were to open it, you're probably going to get set something off in here. So okay. if you want to make a disabled device check. Oh, hang on, my child. And she's going to touch you. And you're going to get a, again, another feeling of... of Serious uh, home hominess, and you're gonna get a plus two to your AC against traps and reflex saves against traps. Sweet. And you can Thank have you. some guidance as well. Yeah, <laughs> so I'll definitely use the guidance uh, <laughs> now for this roll. Actually, I've been rolling horribly with that one. I'm gonna use a different die. Oh, you're shunning my Lyra die? It didn't help. <laughs> An 11. Um, you're pretty sure you've so with the I guess I, I said guidance, but I meant resistance before. What? So I couldn't so, use guidance. No, you it you would. It's just different, slightly different. I'm saying otherwise I can do guidance. It's easy. Okay, so say it's an eleven. Uh, eleven, I believe, is enough. If you fail the disabled device DC by, I think, I mean, you failed it by more than ten. So, instead of, uh, you know, digging through the pages, I'm pretty sure failing by 10 is enough to set off the, uh, set off the trap. Yeah, so... It's, it's by five. Okay. You're going to get the plus two to your reflex on this, and your plus two to the AC, but also if you did resistance... The resistance. That'll be a plus three to the reflex, so... In addition, or just overall plus three? Like, overall plus three. Okay, sweet. Okay, so... 20 on the die. Okay. Let me roll to confirm. 19 on the die. Did you critical fucking threat on a goddamn... Trap? I did. Is this some sort of electricity? It is not. Oh. That's the one I had ready to go. If if something was going to crit on you, you would want this to crit on you. I will say that right now. Okay. Because it only does... Nine points of damage, but I need you to make me a fortitude save and 
lucky for you, it is against a poison. Ooh, yay, okay. So I get a plus four to this save. And then the plus, resistance. Plus the one. Yeah, plus the okay. resistance yeah. bonus. I didn't roll horribly this time. So that's 11. 25. Oh, you are more than fine. Yes. Uh, actually, do you have craft alchemy or like... No. Yes. Okay, yep. you could roll a craft alchemy on what this is because you, you kind want- of felt it affect you for an instant and then, you know, you're kind of so used to dealing with poisons that it, it didn't it didn't seem to work entirely properly. I could very easily help if I watched and like tried to see what had happened. Okay. I instantly aid because I have a plus 16 to craft alchemy. Rolled well then too. So 27 with uh, your aid. So you know that this is called uh, Terranav Root Poison. You further know with that baller check that it, it affects the afflicted a little less quickly than some other poisons. It it takes a full minute to take hold, but once it does, the user starts losing their coordination. And then once they've succumbed, they continue to lose their coordination. Mechanically, in one minute the target must make a fortitude save. Failing that is 1d3 of dexterity damage. And then for six minutes after every minute, they must make another save or lose another 1d3 dexterity. Whoa. Uh, So can I open the chest The chest now? is at this point open. <laughs> okay. Um, and, and you look inside and you don't you don't see there's almost nothing in this but wait. You see a scrap of cloth and it has blood on it. And you reach in and you turn the scrap over and it has a gagged skull on it. Ooh. Oh. But that's the group we're working with. Indeed. Do you want to check out the other chest? Yes. Yeah. I don't have disabled device, so if it's trapped, I would wait until the, the yeah. dock. Yeah, can I do a perception check on that next chest? You certainly can. <sighs> oh, I rolled a 20, so 27. 27. You see that it's locked. You don't see that there is a trap on it. All right. Can I use disabled device? Yeah, you can use disabled device for the... Oh, come on. Uh, So I only got an eight. I'll let you... I mean, if you want to... Yeah, it was If you want to sit here and pick the lock, you can take 20 on it. It'll take you, like, you know, 15, 20 minutes. Let me know if you want me to break it open. Vivian would uh, say, oh, I, I, I can do it. Just, just okay, give me a minute. Okay, okay. That's fine. You're That's probably fine. sobering up by now, by the way. Yeah, by the time this lock is picked, you'll be sober. Oh, now I just feel like trash. <laughs> sober and hungover. Um, okay, you're able to pick the lock, and you find a note. And this note says, 
I know you're on to me. I know who you are. I know where you come from. If you want me, come get me. Good luck. Signed, Antrellis. Ooh. Well, if he wants to join the, the rest of the souls, then I believe we should let him. <laughs> where, where, where do we think? Where, do, where, where do we think we're going? Well, you guys could potentially like make a survival check or something to look around for tracks, see what's going on at the at the camp. Oh so, yeah, I'm I'm wondering why there was blood on that whispering way thing, and I don't know what Antrella smells like, but if he left like some clothes behind, someone could like punch me and I'll get mad and get turn on my sensibility. Well, I think I think um Saul would know I mean Saul would think about that and and think about maybe offering that to the group as like a last resort. Yeah, if you we, guys if, couldn't find like tracks or something, he could potentially yeah, do that. I got it, it hurts really bad. So he doesn't want to do it, but it's yeah, last resort. Absolutely. You got a 10? You ten. said for survival. Yeah. 12. 18? 12. With an 18, you can see faint tracks leading into the woods. Beyond that, you continue to follow it, and you see some, like, broken twigs and branches that lead you to believe um, you're kind of on the right on the right path. You head deeper into the woods, and you're continuing to be able to, you know, track this pretty easily. Make me a wisdom check. Ooh. Um, so Zero. I'm guessing by <laughs> this point, the mutagen has worn off. It's been like 50 minutes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I would say so. Do you want everybody to make one or no? Uh, I think uh, Dr. Viv is the one like actively tracking. Oh, my B. I thought you meant everyone. 12. Yeah. With the 12, you actually, you have this strange thought. And you're thinking, huh, that branch doesn't look like it would be broken there from like a normal person walking through. You start to realize that this path looks like it was set up. Oh. What you're tracking looks like it was intentionally done. All right, I will share that with the rest of the group that we uh, might be going into another trap. Oh, before we do much else, um, Mr. Turner would uh, cure light wounds on Vivian if she needs it. All right, how down are you, Vivian? I have 28 out of 46. Okay, you're down quite a bit now. Yep. You can have three. Eleven plus, uh, I guess, plus fifteen. So twenty-six. That should help a little bit. Yep, back up to full. Thank you. Okay, so Dr. Viv tells the group 
that the tracks you're following seem like they were intentional. Oh God! All right, all right. Let's let's look around. This this fucker is is he's up to some shit. Let's look around and see if we can find out how he, how to get it back to his place without you know taking a saw blade to the chest. You see what I did there? <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> okay, so you guys can make perception checks. Ten. Nine. Twenty-five. I also got a twenty-five. Oh well, the uh, the dynamic duo <laughs> looks around, and they're pretty certain they don't see any other paths. They don't see any other, you know, they kind of do a sweep and they maybe walk around this trail, leaving the non-perceptive folks <laughs> like where, where they started. Um, Not a very good pathfinder at all. But, yeah, you don't, you don't really see any other, like, broken twigs, tracks, that kind of thing. Mr. Turner, make me a wisdom check. Neat. Uh, 26. Jesus. Nice. Uh, yeah, with the 26, you remember back to the note that was almost goading you to find him? You think that, you know, being able to, or being unable to find any other tracks, it might have just been as simple as him trying to make it easy for you to find where he's hidden. With the 26, you think that this is leading to him, but there's going to be some shit when we find him because he wouldn't make it this easy if he didn't want to be found. All right. Uh, he would tell the party then. Uh, oh, sweet, sweet people. I do believe he wants us to find him. So do you guys continue to follow the trail then guess we have to yeah yeah so you follow the trail and the trees open up and you see a footpath it seems that the trail follows this footpath and what you see in front of you is a ravine and it looks like and we'll roll over your survival check from earlier. It looks like two bodies slid down this ravine and followed it a ways. Like two corpse bodies? Or no, like two, two like you see, okay. like you see two sets of slide marks, basically. Sure. Skid marks. Skid marks. <laughs> two skid marks. So you guys... Slide down into the ravine. Yeah. Can you do like mm -hmm. a perception check to see at the bottom to make sure there's nothing yep. hazardous there? A bunch okay. of broken glass and well, two dead needles. bodies. <laughs> they slid down there and died. Oh, yay. Uh thirty. Yeah, you you look at it, you don't see like especially sharp rocks, but you think that Oh, wait, I did my math wrong. It's like a 25. It's fine. <laughs> you still get it. Um, 
you don't really see any like especially sharp rocks down there you just think that it might be a little careful going you might have to like you know steady yourself so you don't slide down too fast kind of thing so it's about 30 feet down but it's at an angle so it you wouldn't think that it would like hurt particularly bad even if you like tumbled the whole way down but you'll have to be a little careful getting down there okay should we do it guys let's roll I may need some help getting down I, I, I got you granny old lady <laughs> old lady that can fly I guess that's a good point I don't want to use a fly yet <laughs> have a cookie take me to the bottom of the well <laughs> I have a, a personal slave basically right now, addicted to the cookies. Well, just wait till I become level 11 and I get to be a large tiger and you can ride me. Oh, I, I hate it already. <laughs> okay, so I need everybody to make me a climb check. Nana Opal takes a couple levels in Cavalier. Oh, boy. All right, if I have to do a climb, I am actually going to use... Yeah. Uh, can I, like, jump down and use Featherfall? Yes. Three, yeah, on the, we'll three on the die brings me to a negative two. Wow. <laughs> okay, you start to tumble. You take five points of falling damage as you kind of just, like, rattle down the hill. Um, <laughs> negative climb score. <laughs> he sounds kind of like a tin can in armor, like, <laughs> in the rocks on his way down. But he kind of brushes himself off at the bottom, and it's like, it's not so bad. <laughs> I uh, I have a negative one to my climb, but I rolled a 19, so that brings me to an 18. Yeah, you make it down. You're pretty sure-footed. Yeah. I'm going to cure light myself. I got a one. <laughs> Gosh, dang it. And Dr. Viv tumbles down as well, uh, chips a nail, and takes two points of damage. You can have a cure light. <laughs> gruesome twosome. Oh, she doesn't She doesn't need cure light. The gruesome twosome is not great at climbing. I don't see why not. I'll just, I'll give you that cure oh, light. Okay, okay. You're fine. And then uh, is Nana just doing the feather fall? Oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. Okay, so she's she, going to, like, Mary Poppins like, it. She sees a bunch of her friends just, like, eat shit on the way down. <laughs> she just jumps forward and, like, floats down. Yeah. Mary Poppins. Okay, so at the bottom of the ravine, can you guys make me a perception check? I can try. I got a natural 20, so 19. Dope. 18 total. 20, or uh, 19 as well. 21. Yeah, so you all see what appears to be an opening to a cave-like structure in the wall of the ravine. And uh, you can see that the tracks head that way. Oh. That's a nice map. So if you guys could place yourselves on the map at this point, you are in the ravine part right before the opening to the cave. Steve, <laughs> Steve just tried to poorly. push all of the uh, figures on over to the map and they all just fell. They collapsed. It's awful. Okay, so... Do you guys enter the cave? Uh, can we op- enter the cave? It's a, a, yeah, it's an open... Okay. You know, caves don't usually have doors. It might have been a good thing. I could have sprung another trap on you guys. But you enter the cave. Ed, we may need you to be looking for magic all during this. That's a great idea. 
So you enter the cave, <laughs> and who enters first? Are you guys in the order you want to be in? I think so, yeah. 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 So Saw and Dr. Vivian enter the cave. Make me a perception check. Okay. 19. 11. Okay, uh, both of you can see. It's not hard to see. In the center of this dimly lit room, there is what appears to be a corpse hanging by a chain. And you can see that it's kind of hanging over this basin. Oh, don't get don't get too excited, Doc. Gotta be careful. It's already dead. No use. Uh, but let's not forget that one more is better. One so more guess, soul. I guess we could kind of cautiously approach it. Okay, you cautiously approach and you see, like, as you get closer, the basin is full of like two gallons of blood. Oh, God. Um, upon further inspection, you can see that the body looks like the source of the blood. If you want to make a heel check. Oh, no, that's much too much blood for any recipe I know. 14. 14 on the heel check. You can see that... 14 on the heel check. Damn. You can see that the body appears to have been drained of its blood, and its blood collected in the basin. Can I check for any sort of wacky identifiers on the body? So, as a player, I think this could be like a past Whispering Way initiate who failed or something. Yeah, why don't you make me either a knowledge local or a perception at different DCs? Okay, it would be perception. Uh, 17. I can do knowledge local. 17. Okay, so with a knowledge local, you can tell that the robes that this person is wearing look like they would be whispering way robes, but the body doesn't have any real identifiers on it. Mm -hmm. With a perception check, you can see that it looks like cloth was torn from the breast of the robe, indicating that maybe the symbol that you found in the caravan is from this robe. Yeah, yeah, put that together. That makes sense. Why? Well... It looks like we are not the first ones to try coming after this old guy. So as you look around the room, pretty bare bones, The, you know, there's a couple. Well, actually, if you detect magic, you would see that the torches on the wall aren't entirely unmagical. They're illuminated by magics and keeping this room lit dimly in the center but you know at the corners it's full bright light I guess okay Uh, any of them look like they could be pulled down if you go up to them and make a perception check you can certainly I just remember that he's just has already set traps so I've got a 15 
With a 15, you kind of walk around the room observing the torches and kind of looking to see if any of them appear to have a hinge. You don't see that, but that's about that's about all you find out from that, that the torches don't appear to... I mean, you could certainly try and pull them, but from a look, you don't see that any of them is kind of like a lever. Okay. So it seems like we should just move on. Alright. There's nowhere to move to. The room is a dead end. Oh, it's just a room. I assumed a cave would have more. But you saw that the tracks led in here. Yeah. Can I continue to follow the tracks to try to see if they, like... Make me a survival check. All right. I'll aid. (laughs) No. 17. Yeah, with a 17, you see that it almost looks like purposely obscured tracks. It looks like the entire room is covered in tracks because somebody led you here intentionally and then intentionally tried to fuck you up and you can't follow where the tracks are going. Hmm. I'll share that information with the rest of the group. Well, well, well now what? Now what? Start feeling the walls. Yeah. Okay. Does anyone have knowledge like or would it be dungeoneering? Yeah, like dungeoneering or engineering, honestly. I would accept either. I do not. I will start with dungeoneering. Come oh on. A nine. Yeah, can you're I, not you're not really sure. Can I also do an engineering check? Sure. Alrighty. Actually I'm gonna switch die. <laughs> Lyra's gonna give me some luck. Yes. Alright. Uh that's a twenty-three. With a twenty-three and an engineering check. You would assume that this likely isn't truly a dead end, but you know, you're, you're kind of looking around the room and you're looking at what's going on in here. You think maybe something with the basin, maybe something with the body, you're not sure. You don't really see because you're not perceiving around. You don't really see any entrance or exit, but, but, you intuit with that check that, like, why would there be a basin of blood in a random room like this? It's got to mean something. Hmm. Uh, can we detect magic? Or is there magic? Anyway? Uh, as you detect magic, you really only see the torches in this room. Um, so the basin of blood, we, like, can't see to the bottom of it. Cause like it's yeah it's like opaque blood. Okay, uh, Vivian's gonna stick her hand in and see if there's anything. Feel around. Yeah. Oh no. Is there any fantasy clear butt? <laughs> fantasy clear butt blood. <laughs> yeah, the the ancient race of uh, fantasy humans. <laughs> yeah, clear blood. Uh, see right through it. Yeah, you don't feel anything. You you know, just feel the blood flowing through your fingers. That's right. about it. She smiles as that's happening. <laughs> Oh, good. Great. Hear me out. If we dump all this blood and it drains out somewhere, would we we would find if there's an, a way out? Oh, oh, I like that. That's a good point. If you dump it and it... Like it flows through like a wall or something, like there's a... So if you like crack. dump it around the wall, yeah. like around the entire... Yeah, you could do that. I mean, the basin is attached to the ground, so you'd have to have a receptacle or something that you can... Oh, we can't move it? Oh, don't worry. I have a cauldron. I always do. 
Of course. <laughs> so you guys start scooping blood from the basin into this cauldron then? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you're just spreading it around the room? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like around the, around edges. the edges. Yeah. Yeah. So you can, with that, find that in the western wall there is a what looks like slit that the blood is flowing through. Hmm. Oh, good thinking, Granny. Good thinking. All right, I'm gonna start. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna start feeling the wall. See if I can find like a, a hole for a key or something. Should we pull down on the on the on, on the, the body? body? See if it's a lever. Yeah, or even just like search the body. I guess. Yeah. Can I do my survival check really quick to see if I just feel anything on the wall sure. besides yeah. the besides the seam? That's an eleven. Yeah, I mean you you do find the seam. You yeah. find the seam in the in the door. Uh, so what was holding up the body? Was it a chain or was it a rope? It's a chain. Chain. Okay, so you can't cut through it. Um, I guess at that point, Vivian will go over to the body and kind of like move it around, pull it down, see if it she does She pulls anything. it down? Yeah. And upon pulling the body down, the entrance in the west wall opens. Ooh. Oh, how nice. Uh, if she releases it, does the... it close back up? Does she release it? Uh, I don't think she would unless somebody asks. Her she to. really wants to touch I'm, the body. I'm yeah, she was, would be like happy holding onto I'm it. I'm guessing it was the uh, the weight of the blood that was yeah. uh, at one point keeping the door open. And now I think oh, and that. then once it lost all the blood. Creepy. Yeah, that's why I asked, so... Cool. But yes, when she releases the body for a moment, the door begins to slide shut. She grabs it, pulls it back down, the door opens. Okay, so I'm going to pull out one of my wands. I'm going to... I don't need to rinse out the cauldron. I throw all my wands back in there. I search through. I I grab one, and I cast Enlarge Person on the body. Uh, Does that work on non-living targets? One humanoid creature. Humanoid. I don't know that it works on things that aren't living, but I'm going to let it happen. Multiplies weight by eight. I'm going to let it happen because I love it. <laughs> so <laughs> you see this like corpse just begin to grow and it's like, you know, it ripped, bursts through its clothing and just like is just this disgusting looking like shriveled thing. But the chain yeah. still t- stays in the same it's like bulging yeah bulging oh. around the chain yeah, it's like bulging around the chain but it, it does provide enough weight to keep the door open you sick fuck now see doctor in the future I can enlarge something so that you get a better view oh much to be learned from those larger organs oh thanks I hate it <laughs> okay okay let's go same large order yeah. yeah yes Oh, it's it's it looks like it's single file though this time. Yep. Who wants to be in front? Um, either doctor. Probably or myself. doctor. I can. Yeah. Well, because I, I do have the disabled device. If yeah. Like yeah. Not that I have trap sense, but I do. Oh. Well, not trap sense. It's a. Uh, what is trap sense? It's just like a plus one. Oh. Okay. So nothing crazy. Okay, so marching order will be doctor, doctor Viv, Saw, and then um, Nana Opal. And then Ed. Okay. So you guys walk into the hallway. Make me a perception check. 
of us? Or just... Just... 18? 18. All you really see are the magical torches on the wall. Seems relatively safe to you. Okay. Uh, she'll continue walking then. Okay. I'm guessing everybody else follows Absolutely. along behind. Okay. So as you turn the corner in this corridor, you see another open room. This one relatively empty. By the way, we're all just stepping through blood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you see two doors, one to the north and another one to the west, kind of at the at the northwest corner of the room. What do you do? Well, let's go into the room. Okay. Which room? No, no, no. Oh, just stay in the main room. Oh, okay. Yeah. And... Uh, I think Ed should be looking for magic again. And in every direction. Yeah, yeah. literally all, all over the place. All right. You scan. Mm-hmm. Uh, you just see the magic torches. Is there anything else besides Make me that? a uh, maybe a knowledge arcana. You can as well, Nana Opal. Nineteen. Natural one. Don't talk about it. Okay. Um, <laughs> You kind of intuit that if the rest of the doors are as thick as the door that you came in through, you're not going to get a good read on what's in any of the rooms adjacent to here. You know that, like, your spell has limitations. It doesn't work through, like, a foot of material. Gotcha. Okay. So do we just want to um, start out with the western room, I guess? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Vivian would like to make a perception check to, to like look for traps yep, before trying to unlock the door or open the door. Oh, yes. really? We weren't just going to walk right through there? and Yeah, I learned that lesson. Um, so that is a 27. 27. She does not notice any traps on this door. All right. She will try to open it. Is it locked? It is not locked. All right. She will open the door. And look into the room. Okay. Opening this door and looking into this room, again, a relatively plain room with some torches and sconces, but you do see on the far western wall a mirror. And when you look into the mirror, you can see, you know, yourself, but something's off. Uh, she's she's going to call back Edward to, to take a look at this mirror to, to detect some magic please alright then he does he does he detects magic on the mirror and also in the room as a whole make me a perception check as you look into this mirror 24 11 Ooh, with a 24 you look into the mirror You notice that, I mean, you spend a lot of time looking at yourself because you think you look off. But then you kind of look at what's going on in the background behind you. And weirdly enough, you swore you only saw two doors in this room. But through the mirror, it seems like there's a door on the far wall on the other side of the main room you had entered into. Oh. Ooh. Okay. 
upon further inspection, you see a strange star-shaped mark on this door. Uh, so she would just walk over to where it appears the door is mm-hmm. and make a perception check. Sure. Um... 21. Yeah, with a 21, you know, you swore you saw this door and felt, you know, felt confident that you'd be able to feel for where this door is. All you feel is solid stone. You can't even find a seam. Hmm. Can, um, I don't know. So can Ed and the doc work together and, like, Ed tell the doctor where the star is and try and try and touch the star? Certainly. I don't know. I'm just yeah. trying to think yeah. of something. Alright, but, um, well, we could, uh, so, where we think the door is, I could do stone shape as well. Oh, yeah. And oh. So just move it. Just remove <laughs> essentially. it? Okay. Yeah, that, that seems reasonable. Don't see why not. I forgot about stone shape. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Uh, you detected magic in this room too, right? With the mirror? The main room. Yeah, that was the f- yeah. that was the first thing they did. Okay. That was so. I think we only saw the torches. Yeah. Magical. Yeah, that's all you said. Okay. Uh stone shape. I cast a stone shape in order to move it aside. I like open just as a normal door would. Sure. But a stone. Make me a perception check. Both of us? Everybody in the room. Oh. 13. 2. 18. 9. Well, an 18 is good enough to see... Hmm. It looks like there's a mist that starts to kind of rise from the floor. Oh, no. And you see it in enough time to get out a word of warning. But I need everybody to make me a fortitude save. Can I cover my mouth? You can cover your mouth and get a plus two because of the word of warning. Okay. I feel like everybody would do that, right? Yeah. yeah no and then is, is this a poison? So Vivian would get a bonus? Yes. Sweet. And I'm also going to use uh, my divine protection. 14. 24. 11 on the die, um, plus my barbarian badass 9 fortitude save, and the extra 2 brings me to 22. 19. Okay. DC 20. So those below a 20. Oh, you just... It's like the funniest joke you ever heard. No. Oh, boy. He's not doing it. (laughs) He's not doing it. Chuckling. Oh. <laughs> start laughing roaring with laughter as you fall to the ground and the rest of you are unaffected by well it's basically hideous laughter but in a in a poison <laughs> roll credits we did it roll credits it's over folks we jumped the shark right here right here <laughs> okay so the two of you on the ground laughing. The other two see 
the door opens up into a hallway. Okay. I mean, I mean, I, I, I don't see what's so fucking funny, but do we want to investigate the other room first? Well, how long am I going to be laughing? Here? Yeah. Can I do yeah. like a craft alchemy check or something to see how long they'll be affected? Spellcraft. I mean, you don't really need it. They're going to okay. be on the ground for four minutes. God. Um, was it was it Nana Opal and Ed that both failed? Yep. Okay. And in that time, make me a perception check, those of you that aren't laughing. Ugh. 20. 11. Saw over the laughter, you can hear movement. Well, oh, shit. It almost sounds like, and you know because you have these new friends... Sounds like some spell casting is happening. Oh, God damn it. Nana, get your fucking shit together. Viv, suit up. All right, she pulls out her um, sickle and her dagger. She's okay. ready. Do you guys have a marching order? I imagine you wait until the two of them finish laughing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and I'm going to do uh, mage armor to all. Sweet. Real quick. Okay. Uh, do you guys enter the room? I need marching order, of yeah, course. I I th- I think we'd have we we would. Yeah, and I think it'll be the same order as always, right? So, Viv yeah. saw um, Nana. Well, it depends. Bed. You're going into. You can imagine you're going into combat here, so maybe don't need Viv in front. But fuck it, put Saw up front. Tag me and coach. Vivian, uh, as we're like walking into the room, is going to take a potion out of her belt and drink it, giving her a shield. Oh, good, good call! I'm gonna pop a pop a flask out and down some more bull strength. Anybody want any other potion? I've got a few. <laughs> I've got bears endurance. I mean, I feel like anybody could use that. Yeah. I'll. So, I, I mean, I've cast Mage Armor on everybody. And I also would saw benefit from enlarged person. I think so. I look Finn down that hallway. Right, yeah, I'd be okay. squeezing for a lot of this. So may, maybe not. I think I might just, I would probably just prefer to stay as, as, as my regular tiger. All right, invisibility? Anybody? Nope. Sure. Okay. I mean, doesn't hurt, I guess. Yeah, I'll give I'll go ahead and um the two spellcasters here <laughs> will go ahead and uh both drink a potion of invisibility, so you have three minutes. Alright. Okay. The two spellcasters drink it and no one else. I mean, unless anybody want, else wants one. I have a couple more. Well whoever's going in first, I need you to make me a perception check. Alright. Sky blue die. Here we go. Okay, not not good at all. Ten total. Uh, you see that the path in front of you forks in two directions. Mm-hmm. You can kind of clearly see what looks like maybe a library to Saw's right uh, to the like southeast. Yep. And then you see into a room 
a little bare bones, but it looks like it might, it has some like kitchen esque, like a, like a cauldron and a bed and that kind of stuff. Nobody casting any spells. You don't see anybody. Uh, detect magic. Detect magic? Yeah. You detect magic. Okay. I would uh, relay that to the party. Are you um, spending rounds to do so? Um, because detect magic takes, what, three rounds? Yeah, to get it exact. Um, At this point, probably be overly cautious based on the amount of traps that we've had. So, yeah. Okay. So, folks, you're seeing some magic here. You're seeing magic in both rooms, a couple auras in each of them. A lot kind of on the bookshelves. Um, you see auras down by like where the bed would be, a couple auras by the walls in the rooms. You would assume like where the torches are. That's what you see. Okay. I I guess we would cautiously move into the room. Okay. Yeah. Which way are you going? Uh, left towards the kitchen and kind of bedroom looking thing. Okay. I guess I would probably be doing like rolling perception checks. I don't know if you want me to like yeah, start rolling roll. them. Start okay. rolling. So every like five or ten feet or so. I take I'm going to have you guys slow. all roll a perception check right now. All right. Twelve. Bad. Nine. Seventeen. Did you say 19? I did say 19. Ugh, I'm sorry. I don't even have to roll that stealth. Because we got two invisible enemies mm. that are God. going to take their surprise actions. So what I need you to do is I need you to place this bottle cap on the wall on that side of the room. Then I need you to place a second bottle cap. Well, you're not going to see this one. Ah. But, in the surprise round, you see a woman appear. She's pale, green eyes, black hair, and you can see that she has a raven on her shoulder. She looks at you and smiles. I need everybody to make a reflex save. Even the people she can't see? Well, if your characters are truly where they are, then yes, even the people she can't see. All right, 16 here. I failed. This wouldn't happen to be some sort of trap. No. Okay. It would not. No, 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 no. You can tell she just cast a spell. Okay. That's a 15. 16. Okay, guys, we're looking at a DC 18. <sighs> As a lightning bolt strikes through the party. Oh, it goes into line. Fuck. We're in a line. <laughs> I should know better. I have a lightning bolt. I'm gonna need another D6, guys. I got plenty. Eh. Oh yeah, go ahead, use that Matumbe D6. It'll roll one. 
Did it roll on? No. God damn it. 22 points of damage. Ugh. Ouch. And now I need everybody to roll for initiative. I'm bloodied. Hey, uh, Griffin, that was electricity damage, right? It was, in fact, electricity damage. Hey, good thing I am not a tiger yet, because tieflings naturally have five electricity resistance. You did it, bud. Finally paid off for you. Hell yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I was hoping you got hit with that buzzsaw, because you could have mitigated some of that electricity damage from that. That's true. 16, by the way, for Nana Opal. Mr. Turner got 14. Okay. 14 as well. My modifier is a 6. I think you beat Ed's modifier. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah, you would. And then Dr. Malice? 5. Oh, buddy. Yeah. You guys aren't going to like this. Because I got a 21 and a 17. Uh. From behind you guys. Well, actually, it would be behind Dr. Malice because, like, diagonally there, because although he is invisible, he cannot see the other invisible characters. <laughs> um, but you see a man appear with just this crazy look in his eyes and he says I need you to get out of my house you best be moving on and he takes two swings at you with his two weapon fighting and his daggers oh doctor I think you're gonna you're going to be sitting in intensive care. Oh, no. Oh, God. My AC is up to a 22 now. With the mage armor? Uh, does mage armor stack with armor and shield? It's it's a force uh, armor, so yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's another plus four. So okay. It's another plus four? 26. Yeah. It's four. Shield oh, does not two. stack, I don't think. Or no, shield is a shield bonus, right? Yeah. yeah. And this is force. Okay, so it's a 23 and a 21. I only think one hits, but does even you're flat-footed to him. But you said oh, you were a yeah. 22. Did you have mage armor when you said you were 22? No, that was 22 is without the mage. So you're 26. 26. Flat-footed. Well, minus two, so 24. No, no it's not minus two in this game. It'd be uh, minus three. It's only three Starfinder that is minus two. Gotcha. So one hits, correct? Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, fun. That is going to be, let me just break out a couple more dice for sneak attack. Fifteen points of damage. She's not down yet. Hey, that's a good thing. But unfortunately, it's his wife's turn. And she doesn't like you guys being here either. She's kind of pissed. Are our invisible people still invisible? Does they are still invisible. Even though they got hit. Does that dispel it? I can't. I don't remember. 
No, it wouldn't. Okay. They they haven't taken an aggressive action, so they would still be invisible. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know if I yeah, I didn't know if taking effects. damage got rid of it. That's good news. All right. She takes a couple steps. Or no, she actually flies into the air. Ooh. And oh hi. Um, we'll say the ceilings are fifteen feet, so she's ten feet in the air. And she says, Aranel, my pet, get him. Oh, boy. Her raven flies down and makes a touch attack on Saw. I don't believe a 13 hits your touch. A 13 ties my touch. Wait, no, I have mage armor. Does that stack with touch? Haley. Oh, so you, sorry, so do you, sorry. Do you know if mage armor affects your touch? Um, it shouldn't. It does not. Ah, oh, fuck. Well then, yeah, it hits. Okay. Saw. That's so garbage. Of all the people that would have taken this, you know. Yeah, I know, it's probably for the best. It doesn't really matter. Fucking kill this bird. Uh, and it's only... Probably about as low as I could have rolled. One point of charisma damage, two points of intelligence damage, and one point of wisdom damage. As oh no! You are affected by touch of idiocy. Okay. Um. And with that, it is Nana Opal's turn. Okay, how tall are the ceilings? Like I said, 15 feet. Okay, sorry. Just want to make sure. I'm going to fly to the top of the ceiling then. Okay. Going to fly over into the northeast corner-ish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you're leaving about there. a square. Na- oh, you're invisible though. You're fine. Yeah, right uh, about there, I think. I'm going to cast um, Defending Bone. And so one of those uh, child bones that I had and hadn't made into flower yet is going to float up um, near my body, and I have uh, damage reduction. Nice. That's it, though. Okay. Mr. Turner, you are still invisible. All right. I tied with Turner and had yeah. better. Oh, initiative. sorry. Yeah. I flipped you guys. That's fine. Mr. Saw. All right. Um, I guess not that it really super matters, but question for you. This raven is a familiar. Can I attack a familiar? I was just looking this up because I have a familiar. Okay. Okay. So you can attack a familiar. I don't know if this one has anything special, but and then once the familiar dies like nothing actually happens like the witch is still okay um, and can cast spells, but she would have to, like she can't do any new spells or re-prepare them next day. Okay. So so you can attack uh, it's, then, it's another thing, so it's just got its own. Okay. Yeah. And she wouldn't be able to deliver touch attacks through it anymore, obviously, if it's dead, so. Alright, so Saw, he's breathing really heavy because he just took a massive amount of damage for between the lightning bolt and then he got all this freaking touch of idiocy on him. And he's breathing and he's getting real, he's getting real pretty pissed off. And 
his heart, his horns start grow, growing and his eyes kind of roll back in his head as hair starts sprouting all over his body and he starts screaming, screaming. The claws tear out of his hands and he does a full round attack action against the bird. Sure. All right. A natural 19 definitely hits with the um, with the with the bite. Make me a um, concealment. Yep. Figured. Okay. 30. That does it. Okay. Now I'm going to go claw. 14. Does not do it. Okay. Other claw. Um, 16. Nope. Gore. 14 on the die brings me up to a 23. Roll concealment. Okay. 74. Yep, you're good. Okay, cool. So, I guess he just grabs he grabs the bird out of the sky with his bite. <laughs> chomps and the bird gets I'm assuming gets away after I do a whole bunch of damage. Ooh, I should have put power attack on. That would really really fuck this bird's day up. Um, okay. That is 7 plus 7 plus 2 is 16 points of damage. Okay. And then as the bird flaps out of Saw's mouth, he catches him with the with the gore attack from his horns, which is going to do an additional eight points of damage. And the as he does that, the bird splats on the sidewall. He killed Aranel, dude. What the hell? <laughs> See, this is this was really difficult for me because I kind of know that Aranel is alive later because. She can, the yeah. thing with witches is they can bring them back. Yeah, yeah, yeah you can uh, bring them back. It just, it takes a long time. So okay. I'm going to take this uh, this uh, bottle cap and put Move it, it on the wall. <laughs> put it on the wall. Saw so just killed Aranel. So, Ed, still invisible. It is your turn. All right. So, another uh, another bit of a tricky move here with uh, with Stone Shape again. So he is going to take a five-foot step toward the wall and five feet away from, or uh, not five feet away, uh, ten feet away from uh, Entrellis, mm-hmm. who is at the wall. Yeah. And I am going to have the wall come out and grab him. Okay, I assume he would get like a... Reflex save or something against that. That is crazy. Um, that is awesome. I haven't the slightest clue. Yeah, because you're <laughs> using stone shape, <laughs> which I like. Uh, so I'm going to give him a re- reflex save. Yeah. So I'm going to try to do on his, like, bind his legs together to the wall, his arms to the wall, and then one over his mouth. And as he's doing that, he'll say, Why, you're among friends here. All right, let's see what he gets for a reflex save. 13 on the die plus 8, I think, is going to be more than enough to escape this. But that is now difficult terrain. So I would say move Antrellis like five feet in either direction and make mark that as difficult terrain. Yeah, I didn't didn't know you'd be going whole hog in the stone shape. We really got to look and see if somebody did like... 
some actual rules on how you can use that offensively because it's a pretty fucking cool spell. It's cool as hell. You're being very creative with it. Uh, I'm just lucky I prepared two of them. <laughs> <laughs> so, Dr. Malice. All right. Um, so, Dr. Malice is going to take a five-foot step away from the difficult terrain, and then she is going to chug a potion of Cure Moderate Wounds. Okay. Good call. (laughs) And that is 13 healing. Alrighty. Back to the top of the order. You know him. You love him. You can tell that he's starting to go a little crazy. Your boy Antrellis is up. He's going to attack (laughs) at this tiger twice. Now, tell me this, Steve. Yeah, what do you want to know, Griffin? I'm a little curious. With this moon curse thing, does that make you a lycanthrope? Does silver hurt any more than normal? I actually don't know. I My gut tells me yes. Who's going to take an attack at you? And hit with one with a 17 plus seven, I believe, right? Uh, yes. Okay. And that's going to do... Eleven points of damage. And if silver did anything extra, it would hurt you a little more. But I don't, yeah, if it's not in the moon curse thing, then it must just be a thing for like skin changers or whatever and regular like anthro. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what, while we continue this combat, I'm going to look it up on my computer. And if we have to do some retroactive damage that I deserve, that's fine. Hey, no worries. Okay. So I'm not going to hurt that too much. Right? Yeah. Um, so he's going to attack at you and I think he's going to stay right there. His wife, though, is going to fly over towards the good doctor and just take her a route that doesn't incur there. Thank you kindly. She's going to touch you. Oh, no. Does she have to come down to do that? Uh, She's like... 10 feet in the air, so I imagine she can like reach down like a diagonal five foot. Okay. Or just kick her. So she drops five feet, but she's still up there. That's not nice. I've never played a witch before, so Uh, this is interesting for me, but actually I'm going to ask the the party, uh, since I believe Nana Opal has this as well. Is the Scar Hex a touch attack? Is that how that works? Mm. The Scar Hex is... I know you need to touch somebody. Sounds like it would be a touch. I believe it would be, um, touch. And then you'd have to make a symbol. Yes, yes. A single target touched with horrible scars. Okay. But it actually, there's a will save to resist it. Oh, well, if there's a will save, then it's usually either a... Will save or a touch attack? No, no, there's no. It's not touch attack. Right. But so she you makes have a will to save. Touch. Okay. So. So she touches you. Make me a okay. will save. Eight. Ooh, Doc. You know, 
You know Batman? No. You know, like, the villain Two-Face? Yeah. You feel this unearthly pain as half of your face just becomes weirdly disfigured and it looks like it was raked by claws. You kind of, like, as you're in combat are whipping your hair side to side and you see that the side that your face is, you know, deformed on this side, you see that the hair on that side is just bright white. Ugh. As she scars you. It doesn't do any damage or anything, It doesn't do damage. Oh, okay. You've just been marked, like I've marked you. Oh, okay. This is just much more disfiguring. All kinds. Yep. So that so the burns on the one side of your face. Oh yeah, is it the then, same side as the burn? <laughs> yeah, it would be like the same side as the burn. Sweet. I think. Okay. Um, so she still has her good side. She has a good side. The good side. And that is her turn, Nana Opal. So Nana Opal is going to uh, get get a little casty cast. Um, I need you to make me a will save. Who? Um, the the witch. I know Will's high for... Oh, actually, mm, Sure. Will's pretty high for them, so maybe I should do it in Chalice. No, I'm gonna do the witch. Uh, only a ten. Uh, and she falls to the ground pr- prone as Jeez. I commanded her to fall. Oh, you commanded her to fall? Yeah. Okay. You guys can put her down. She's prone now. Oh, she will be put down. And it is Saw's turn. Alright, Saw is right next to um, the Mr. Antrellis who got pushed into his square when our good friend Ed Turner created some difficult terrain. And so he's face to face. He's got this guy pinned up against a wall. Saw is going to do a full round attack, power attacking the whole time. Okay. 15 on the bite. Miss. Ah, natural one on the claw. Miss. Definitely. Fucking Christ. Six or 13 on the other claw. Nope. Terrible. Natural 20 on the gore. Okay. Roll to confirm. Uh, 8 plus 9, 17? Nope. Damn. Okay, that's fine. I'm going to do... D8 plus bull strength plus... So this is going to be... Not bad. Uh, 15 points of damage on the gore. Alrighty. With that, Mr. Turner. So... Seeing as how he uh, just missed uh, with the stone shape, uh, he says, Well, Entrellis, Entrellis, you really should see what's going on and what we have in store. And he needs to take a fortitude save. Good God. You guys with your spells. <laughs> this is for blindness, by the way. Oh, nice. I figured. Come on, come on, come on. Fail. Four on the dice. Oh, yes. He is blind. <laughs> okay. 
Dr. Malice. Oh, are you moving at all? Nope. I am staying uh, up against the wall, pretty close to the... You are no entrance. longer invisible. Well, he, you weren't, well, I guess. Well, I was going to say. Shape. <laughs> Generally, stone shape's not an offensive spell, so technically... Dude, beautiful. Can Vivian do some sort of knowledge check to know whether for which their fortitude would be lower or their uh, reflex save would be lower? You can do a knowledge local. Okay. Fortitude's lower. I'm a witch. 16. Yeah, you would know. Okay. Uh, So in that case, with fortitude being lower, Vivian is going to attempt to strike with her sickle that is currently poisoned. Nice. (laughs) If I can roll well. 17. 17. To attack? To attack, yeah. Well, she is prone on the ground, so she takes a minus four to her AC against uh, physical attacks, so that will hit. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Damage. Um, Oh, is she considered flat-footed? No. Okay. (laughs) Don't get to do my sneak attack damage. So, four damage, and she needs to take a fortitude save because there was poison on that blade. Of course there was. 16 on the die goes to a 17. Yeah, that saves. Um, So I think it's uh, frequency is once per round for two rounds, but if she saves the first time, does nothing happen? Yeah, if if you save the first time, nothing happens. Okay. Unless it specifically says, like, if you save, you're still shaken for one round or whatever. No. Okay. So with that... Your boy, your blind, your good, good blind boy, Antrellis, uh, loses his vision. Says fuck that, and immediately pops a. It's basically a little special thing he has as a rogue. It's, ah. it's kind of cool. It's called Shadow Clone, boys. And you see five Antrellises spring from where the original Antrellis was. <sighs> And he says, if you're going to make it hard for me to hit you, then fuck you. I'm going to make it hard for you to hit me. Uh, And then he's going to take a five-foot step away. Unfortunately, you know, we have the guy that has four attacks per round, so that might buy me a round. We'll see. Uh, I roll terrible. Marisol is up. Oh, so she's provoking? No, she's... It's her turn. It's her, her turn. turn. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. So... Damn it. Uh, I'm gonna need... Well, it's a... It's a touch. Nineteen on the die, I think, hits your touch. Uh, yeah, because that goes through all the shield... Yep. And stuff. Does she have to like cast defensively since she's right next to me? Yeah, she would. That's a good call. <laughs> Taking everything I can get. 18 on the die definitely makes that. <sighs> okay. Intelligence, wisdom, charisma. They were three different die that he held up to demonstrate which. Six intelligence damage, 
Oh, boy. How much? wisdom damage and one charisma damage. Is this touch of idiocy again? How many did you freaking prepare? Jesus. I knew I was up against a couple casters. Okay, can you, can you go over that again? It was six intelligence, two wisdom, one charisma damage. As the doctor becomes a little less smart. What's your intelligence score now? Ten. You I brought took, her back down to normal. <laughs> you are still more intelligent than me. <laughs> Before touch of idiocy. Okay. That's going to be her turn. Because she can't really get out of... Well, I guess she could crawl away and provoke. I think she'll do that. She starts to crawl towards the back of the room and provokes an attack of opportunity. Uh, so... I think I would still have the same attacks. Yeah. yeah. Does that yeah. Really affect it? Yep. You um, have the same attacks, both sickle or claws. Well, she doesn't have the... Mutagen. Mutagen. Yeah, she mutagen but on. she does have two weapon fighting, and she has both her weapons out. You don't get both on okay. an attack of opportunity. All right. Well, she's going to try to attack with the sickle. She would just get to pick which one. Yeah, she gets to pick yeah. which one. Okay, yeah. yeah. Definitely use the sickle. Okay. Yes, uh, so that is a 23. Yeah, that hits. Still won't do much damage, but five damage. Okay, with that, Nana Opal. Um, seeing what, uh, seeing what Ed did, Nana Opal says, good idea, Sonny, and I need you to make me a fortitude save. Marcel. Okay. Six. She's blind and deaf. Great. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) That's my my whole turn. (laughs) Okay. Saw. Alright. Saw's going to take a five foot step the same direction Antrellis did, so essentially he's got all the five different images of Antrellis pins between him and the wall and he's just going to take four more attacks swatting at um, at these things to try and find the right one okay so he's not power attacking because I actually want to hit these 19 yep so the bite hits claw uh, Claw's gonna do an eleven. No, not even. Not even with the blind, blind stuff. Yeah. Okay. Another eleven. Two natty twos in a row on the claws. Great. And then a nineteen will hit. Yep. So you look out. The order of those was the bite. Yep. So a six on the die, you'll hit Antrellis. Otherwise, you'll pop one of his images. To two. You okay. pop an image. There are currently five images left. The two claws, however, each pop an image. Oh, because it was within five? His his now blinded, stupid-ass AC. So that brings it down to three. Okay. So I'm going to roll a... Yeah. Let's do... uh, Well, there's three images in Antrellis, so it would be one out of four. So I'll roll a D4. um, A... Wait. He had five images... You pop three. He has two images right now. Okay. So, so three. fix the die. Yeah. Three he has two images. So yeah, if uh, if I roll a four, I'll re-roll. If I roll a three, it hits him. Otherwise, it doesn't. That work? Okay. One. Ah. Okay. It's an image. 
but he currently only has one image left. Okay, okay. I can work with that. Mr. Turner. Alright. Uh, he uh, and Trellis will take a will save. Okay. I love spellcasting. <laughs> Nineteen on the die goes to twenty. All right, it saves. Nothing happens. It's like what I needed to roll the. Trellis is the rogues in general aren't very, uh, very will savey. Uh, but are you moving at all? Uh, no, I am going to stay where I okay. am. Doctor Malice. All right. Doctor Two Face. She is pretty upset right now, so she is going to take a vial of, like, kind of yellowy, mucusy liquid Mm -hmm. from her side and drink it and then spit it out onto, um... Marcel? Yes. Thank you. And so she gets a reflex save to avoid being stuck to the floor, but she does take... Now a minus two penalty on attack rolls and a minus four penalty to her well, dexterity. Well, her reflex is already fucked because you made her. She's blind and deaf, and she's on the ground. I don't know yeah, if that, that doesn't matters. play into it. It's a twelve. That does not save. Okay. So she is now stuck to the ground for three rounds. Blind and deaf. <laughs> blind deaf, stuck to the floor. Perfect. At least her health's looking okay. We can fix that. <laughs> but, uh, well, we want her alive. Yeah, we want, we want them both alive, so. Okay. It's Antrellis' turn. I think he's just going to take a shot in the dark here. Yeah, that's fine. Well, two shots in the dark, rather, but I will roll my 50% mischance with each one. So, above 50, it hits. High hits. Yeah. So I got an 18, which doesn't hit. And a 95, which would hit if you didn't roll a four. So oh. wait, wait, let me check. Uh, no, four doesn't hit. <laughs> well, four on the die, but I don't think uh, like an 11 hits you either. No, it still doesn't. So that kind of sucked. Let's see uh, what Marisol could still do blind and deaf and stuck to the ground. She can't cast spells when she's stuck. Well, mental actions if she has one. <laughs> she can't cast spells when she's stuck? Uh, yeah, you have to. She can't to- do the... Um, yeah. She could still do the somatic component, but not the... Uh, what's the other piece? Or she could still do the verbal component, but not the somatic. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you are scarred. And so she can cast any of her hexes on you. And I don't believe those have verbal and somatic components. So I think she's just going to give you that old uh, misfortune. They may need to make a will save. Eleven? Nope. Enjoy that misfortune. And she's on the ground, so... Does Cackle extend misfortune? Do you know? It will, but she can't do it this round. It's a move action. Cackles? Yeah. Yes. Oh, my bad. Yeah. So she cackles. You have 
misfortune for now two rounds. But that's all she could do. She's stuck to the ground. I don't even think she has the strength to get up off of this spittle or know what hit her. So I think she's just going to be planted right there. Um, and Nana Opal, it's your turn. Okay. And she just says, Okay, sweet cheeks, I need you to run on over there. And uh, you just see the little gingerbread rabbit run right on over um, onto Marisol. Can the gingerbread rabbit fly? No, no, it's just gonna... Um, I'll, I'll, okay, I'll lower a little <laughs> and go... Alright, let's see what that gingerbread rabbit taking uh, deep six of fall damage. It could probably take it, but anyways. I'm grasping a straws here. <laughs> Just give me this. I think if the gingerbread rabbit intentionally falls, it ignores the first time. make an acrobatic Ooh, smart. <laughs> anyways, yeah, so it's going to run on over. And, uh, on, it's tiny, so it has to be like on her, basically. Gotcha. Um, and I need you to make me a will save. <laughs> Just keep piling this shit on, huh? Yes. That's uh, a ten. Okay, you fail. Now, now, gang, I need I need a consensus here. What ability score should I get rid of? Get rid of? Her? Uh, you know, well, she's... take a serious damage to. Well, she is a witch, so she's probably using intelligence to cast. But they're prepared. Or, that's true. But I mean, so, that that helps the saves. Or yeah, the saves that's true. Yeah. Should I do strength? Should I do con? Con. Well, I would say any of the physical ones. Dex would right. probably hurt her chances to get out or strength. Yeah, she has you know to what? kind of break out. I'll do yeah. health, I guess. I'll, it, I'll maybe do con. Yeah, minus six to con. Okay. Oh. <laughs> As you have been cursed. Now, my question is, if my rabbit still has movement, he can't move right now, right? I think you can move, cast, move. Yeah, that's why. I, that's why I didn't think. That's why I want to make sure. Ooh. It's not great for her. She uh, she's at four con right now. Ooh, guys, Such we cannot be careful. Yeah. Which unfortunately might mean that she falls below. I gotta do the math. Really? How yeah. much damage has she taken? She's taken some. Oh. She got the I attack of opportunity, time. and she already got slashed. Uh, but with a four con, that would bring her down three health per level. So 15. Right? I think so. She's grasping to life. But alive. But alive. And conscious. conscious. Okay. I didn't kill her. I'm trying my best over here. Yeah. Nana Opal goes a little too far sometimes. I'm sorry. Yeah, case in point, last battle we did. <laughs> uh, I killed him. Please, GM. <laughs> I needed information from that person. Okay, with that, it's Saw's turn. Okay. Um, unsurprisingly, I am going to do four... Oh, dude, I feel pretty good about this. He doesn't have his dex bonus. and Let's go four power attacks. Bite. But you want to keep him alive? Yep, hits. Well, why don't we why don't we do our evens hits, odds doesn't. Even hits, but he still has an image. Okay. 19 on the dial definitely hit with a claw. 
Yep, let's see if that one pops an image or not. Uh, still hits him, but he still has his image. Uh, nine definitely doesn't hit. Nope. 19 on the die hits him with the gore. Let's well, see if it hits let's him. see if it does. Does not. Pops the last image. All right, that's not necessarily a bad thing. So I got... Well, def- I definitely got the bite, and I got the one claw, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. Power attack, too. Ooh, boy. Um, 13, 19, 21 points of damage on the bite. I'm going to try and pin him to the wall with this gore. 10 points of damage. So this tiger just has Antrellis probably looking at least a little rough now. Just pinned up against the wall. He's swatting at him, biting, ramming him with the gore. He's just going to town on Antrellis. Yeah, he does not love it because he can't see you. <laughs> that must be terrifying. <laughs> Being attacked by a wild animal and I pinned to the wall. <laughs> oh, what is this? Difficult terrain next to me. <laughs> so, uh, Mr. Turner. All right. Uh, Just incapacitate me some more. What kind of save do you need me to make? <laughs> well, that's exactly uh, what he's going to need to do. I need you guys uh, to save against the pitfall trap that's <laughs> this whole chamber. <laughs> All right, and he'll say, Entrellis, why don't you just come willingly? And uh, take a will save. 14? No. And that was command. So I can uh, essentially... I yeah, I, command's pretty limited, though, isn't it? It is pretty limited. You can limited. get him to walk towards you. Well, I can. I can also have him just halt. Yep. Uh, which, I guess, freeze. You command him to come to you, I get an attack of opportunity. Well, you don't really need him, <laughs> him to be more attacked, to be honest. And so, why don't you let Saw put those ropes on you? So he is essentially... doesn't take any actions. Is that how that works? Correct. How long does that last? It is just for one round. Okay. So next round, he won't act. Yeah, he's considered... Uh, he doesn't take any actions, but he's not considered helpless. Does he take actions if he's attacked, or does it not work that way? One round. It, uh, like if... like So it's one round for you, right? So next round, he wouldn't do anything, but if, like, say... Dr. Malice came and like slashed him would he still not do anything or would he be be broken? Correct. Correct. He would not do anything. It's not like Trumperson in that way. Gotcha. Okay. Well it is Dr. Malice's turn. Alright. I have a question about doing non-lethal damage. So if uh, Vivian was to walk up and try to do non-lethal damage to like knock her unconscious Mm Mm-hmm. There is a chance of actually killing her. Only her if you were to yes. So if you take her to negative four, she is perma dead, which means you are all perma dead. Um. So you might not want to touch her at all. Yeah, that's a little scary. Yeah, Good. she's already stuck in place for how long? It was three rounds. Okay. So two more. Yep. Um. Do you have anything that can knock her out? 
So I had poison on my hands before, but I feel like that would have been wiped off by now, and I used up all my poison. None of my spells will knock her unconscious. Well, then maybe Dr. Viv should go also try and decom- the get rid of Antrellis because she's pretty locked down. At okay. Least. I'm going to try to tie him up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Move yourself back five feet. Not that I don't think you can incur from a helpless guy, so actually you can move up there if you want. Okay. Uh, so... So you're trying to do lethal or non-lethal? Well, can I attempt to tie him up? Since, like, that was their goal? I honestly don't think you really need to make a check on that because he's not like resisting you mm-hmm. okay so but uh, i feel like tying a person up probably takes longer than six seconds so if you want to do it that quickly make me i guess it would be something like a sleight of hands okay. i think that's a good ruling for that make me a sleight of hands to see if you can uh get him pretty well tied up in one round okay and since Saw is right there as well, uh, can he aid? I mean, if he if he had been ahead of her in the turn order and said, "I want to aid," yeah, he provide like the plus two to that. But seventeen. Oh, seventeen should do it. Sweet. So you get him pretty well tied up. Um, you know, he's a rogue, so you might want to continue doing some work on those knots mm-hmm. so that he doesn't uh, doesn't break free. He's just kind of, you know, he's got this kind of placid look on his face. He's he's letting you do this. Um, but it is now his turn. He doesn't do anything. He just kind of sits there, looks at you kind of like with a questioning look on his face like, why would you do this? <laughs> uh, it is Marisol's turn. Blind and deaf and pinned to the ground. Not a lot of con. Um, With a gingerbread rabbit on her. It's great. Great times. Yeah, I think she's gonna... Ooh. I'm sorry. You gotta roal again on that 17. You got misfortune. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Sorry, I forgot about that. (laughs) Oh, it was a 16. Okay. So I would take the 16. 16 should be fine. Uh, she's going to cackle to extend the misfortune. <laughs> and um, I honestly don't think I have any spells that are purely a verbal component. So um, actually I do. So I need you guys to make me a will save. Everyone? That could be problematic. My will is bad. So what'd you guys get? 23. 11. 20. 10. Okay. Anybody below a 16 hears or believes the voice of Marisol is coming from the library. And maybe they turn around confused. But the other two hear this and don't believe that it's a real sound. It's Nana Opal's turn. Yeah, um, 
going to go ahead and uh, give the stank uh, to Entrellis. Now, does that work if he can't see you? <laughs> oh, he's blind, isn't he? Oh, it's actually... Oh, I don't know. I don't think so. Got him. No more evil eye for you. Ha <laughs> ha. Uh, hang on. So instead, uh, I'm going to cast uh, a spell on the rope. Okay. Okay. Uh, most ropes are what? 50 feet? I mean, call it that. You guys would have had the rope in your inventory. Right, yeah, I know. I, my, mine you did have rope in your inventory, right? Yeah, mine's... <laughs> I, I don't carry rope. <laughs> Anyways, um, so I am going to decrease the uh, length by 50% and increase the thickness by 50% Okay. to make it more difficult to get out. It wouldn't... If he's tied up in that, wouldn't that just squeeze him to death? It it doesn't it doesn't say like squeezing or anything, but it would make him make the save more difficult to get out of the rope. Yeah. Okay. Like another just another five, so it's uh you can slip free with a DC twenty five now, escape artist. Okay. Sounds good. Is that all you're doing? Or are you moving? Um, yeah, that's all I am doing, but Sweet Cheeks is gonna scurry on back over. Okay. Saw. Alright, um, so this guy is pinned up right in front of Saw, blind and helpless. Saw is not going to drop out of rage quite yet. He's going to basically just pick up his two front paws and put it put him right on this guy's chest, pinning him to the wall. I don't know if you wanted me to roll like some CMB. Yeah, that would be or... a combat maneuver check. Okay. It's not going to be very hard to beat. <laughs> yeah, 13 on the die with my plus 11 CMB. That's a 24. Yeah, so you've grappled him. Cool. That's all. Ed. All right. Um, do we... I guess what state are... And Trellis and Marisol, in like, like can both I do very I do bloodied and like, like <laughs> whether or not they're going to like, like are they given up? I guess sure. Twenty one. Yeah, you can tell they've mostly given up, uh, but you also remember that the adhesive spittles wearing off. All right, um, then I am going to. I mean, she has blind and deaf, so. Cause, like, yeah, you can't even like diplomacy with yeah. her or anything. Yeah. Um. Well, I say to Marisol, why? You can't does... say anything to her. She's deaf. Oh, deaf. she's deaf. <laughs> oh. <laughs> then she can just take a will save. Uh, 11. She does not pass. And she is feared, or uh, frightened, for four rounds. Okay. Dr. Malice, what are you doing? Uh, so she was affected by the ventriloquist 
throwing her voice thing. So mm-hmm. I think she would probably be a little confused and turn around and look back at the library okay. to see what's going on. Like, did she somehow get out and moved and removed some of her effects? Sure. Uh, you can make a perception check if you want. 19. Yeah, you don't see anything back there. And because of that, you're like, mm, maybe that was something fucky she did. Okay. Okay. Uh, it is Antrellis' turn. He can currently act. He's stuck in the ropes. Um, Pinned by saw. And he's going to say. <laughs> what? In blind. Continue. Who are you people and what do you want? And Get your goddamn tiger off me! And Trellis, you're among friends here. Okay, make a bluff check. There's <laughs> no fucking way. Natty 20. <laughs> <laughs> this is for your own good. Is that good? 23. I don't remember him being. Particularly good at sense motive. That's a really big lie, though. Yeah, it's pretty obvious yeah, at this at point. Twenty-one. So, I guess he he's kind of like, well, that's kind of bullshit. But I'll hear you out. What do you have to say? <laughs> You're kind of fucked in the head, but whatever. Are we dropping out of combat? Yeah. At this point, I think you know you got. Blind people, blind deaf people. Um, Frightened. Marisol is actually going to die if you don't start treating her soon. Um, I thought she was still conscious, wasn't she? Barely. Okay. Well, uh, then she can have a... Vivian will go over and... Oh, I don't... I can only stabilize Two light it. wounds as uh, I can walk up to her, even though yeah, she's I like... It was, it was more a figure of speech. Jeez. Oh, okay, okay. For, for yeah. what it's worth, I'm dropping out of rage. Okay. If anybody cares. All the fur falls off my body, claws drop off, and uh, he's just like almost bent up. Because I almost did, I did what, seven or eight rounds in rage almost, and he's like really fucked up. Yeah, so um, Nanopole's going to fly, so she's close to Marisol, so, and um, says, so I, I, I need you to come over here and hold her down. And here's our cookie. Oh, cookie. Okay, okay, that, that's okay, cookie. She's gonna come over. He looks like he has like alcohol withdrawal or something. Like me. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and uh, but I just know Nana Opal can't will not be able to hold this person down. So. All right. So Saw's gonna do the same thing he did after the combat last time, and like basically straddle. Um, straddle Marisol and hold her down before she's able to get out of her. Yeah, she's feared still, so she's just like freaking freaking out. out. Hold still, hold still, hold still. She can't hear you, so she's just like... But (laughs) Saw's pretty fucking She can't see or hear you. Jesus fuck. (laughs) I'm a tiger again. That's terrifying. Okay. The doctor's like, well, I feel dumb and ugly. Yep. (laughs) <laughs> doc, wa- doc, watch Angelus. <laughs> All right, so um, with that, we have them both basically in our control right now. Yep. Um, 
so we have to tell them like they're coming with us so at some point we have to have the conversation like you are coming with us you can have it with Aunt Trellis unless you remove the blindness deafness you can't have the conversation with Marisol it's a permanent effect yeah but you can dispel it <laughs> no, you're you a spellcaster you can dispel it at any point we'll just drag her along there's no need to talk to her. Um, it would be hard to get information out of her later if she... That's the Whispering Ways problem. <laughs> Unless we only need her blood yeah, and her I mean, magic yeah. so and stuff. I, I can dispel it once we get to the Whispering Way, but for right now, I'd rather... Right, like, I'm just telling you, her. you can't tell her that she's coming with you. Right, I'm You're not gonna telling her. You're going to have to like, knock her unconscious and take her, or she's going to struggle against you the entire way. That's you can't fine. like diplomatize her to calm her down. Animate rope forever. Anyways, um, <laughs> let's okay. tell Entrellis. Yeah, you could but tell Entrellis and you both you can... are coming with us. Okay. Didn't we only need her, or we needed both? No, of you her? need both. Both. Okay. You are coming with us, and there will be no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Okay. Diplomacy. Oh, that was an intimidate. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking hmm. heard the lady. I do not aid. Wow. Good <laughs> job. Yeah, Tony. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> All right. Uh, so what did you get? I, I got 18. Sorry, I was just... Plus I didn't know. Okay, so he's um, intimidated and turning. he's, you know... I suppose... I'm a very intimidated lady. Help his wife along. He's tied up, so he can't really comfort her. But I guess he'll do his best. Sounds good. All right, guys, mission successful. Let's get them on to the next destination. Okay, so you remember that you needed to take them to Carrion Carrion Hill. Hill. If you decide to take them on foot, it's probably going to be a multi-week journey uh, just because you're carrying two bodies. Otherwise, you know, you might have to, you have a, there's a wagon if you could acquire some horses. Let's steal the caravan. Okay. Oh, wait. Acquire horses. If they had the caravan, that means at one point they had horses. Yep. So we try and find the horses. Well, you need to tell me. Where are the horses? Okay. From Entrellis. Hey, if they're ponies, can't you uh, smell them out? True. I could. They're not. Okay. <laughs> 25. I'm very intimidating. We released them and slapped them in the ass, said, yeah, they ran away. God damn it. All right, so we got to do something here. Um, do you think we could find horses in town? I, yeah, it's... Make a knowledge local. Oh, all my knowledge just went way down. A nine. Your knowledge just went way down, yep. I got a 14. Okay, uh, with a 14... You know that, you know, Raven Grow is kind of surrounded by some farmland and stuff. You could probably go and steal a horse. At least that's where Mr. Turner's mind goes to. Yeah. By the way, I ha- I literally have this child's bone floating around me for five hours. <sighs> that's disturbing. I'm so happy about this. Okay. Yeah. So I imagine you guys go get a horse. And yes. And, you know... You make it out of the woods. Some of you stay with Antrellis and Marisol with the caravan. Some of you go acquire horses. Mm-hmm. You get the horses. You get the caravan going. If you make a knowledge geography, 
Uh, but she's dumb now. I still have a plus one. It's still, I can still roll it. She's the only one I think who can. But she's really struggling um, with all that and being horribly disfigured, even more so. So that's a three. Yeah, three. <laughs> it takes you guys a long time to get hmm. there. You go like some topsy Wait, no, 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 no. After the first day, I would remove this curse from her. Like the touch of idiocy. Is it a curse? What is it? No, it's a. Spe- it's just damage. Damage, just straight. Yeah, so she will heal it overnight. Not all of it. Oh, but like okay, one okay. Point of it until you use like lesser restoration or something. Well, she's I not have. Gonna... I have like, I have two of those potions. Okay. No, three. So the next day, you give her a potion. Maybe she heals some. Makes another knowledge geography. Yeah. Let's just say you guys get there because. <laughs> We need to start wrapping this up. Yeah, I understand. But specifically, how do we figure out how we get there? Let's oh, God, no. <laughs> I'm also going to throw you, real quick, a potion of uh, remove curse so you're not scarred. <gasps> Just real quick. Yay. From her, you're still scarred by me. Okay. Continue. Th- that, that's fair. I'll take the scar in my hand versus <laughs> half of my face being disfigured. <laughs> so, you guys make it to Carrion Hill. It's dusk. Uh, You remember that there was a tavern called the Rusty Nail, where you could find other Whispering Way associates and, you know, potentially hand Antrellis and Marisol over. That kind of thing. So, yeah, I imagine that's what you do. Mm -hmm. You get to the tavern. You can pretty easily pick out a couple of, like, robed figures sitting in one of the corner tables. Um... Do you go up to talk to them? Yeah, of course. Okay. What do you say? So, uh, Mr. Turner would uh, go up and say, We are looking for somewhere to drop off an offering. Uh, An offering, huh? What do you mean by that? An offering of great value to the Whispering Way. Ah, to the Way. Sit down, have an ale. What do you bring us? A couple of lost souls that could be better used by the Way. And Trellis and Marisol. The Varguses. You managed to to catch them? We've been sending people to track them down and, and bring them to us for a while. Dude, it was not that fucking hard. <laughs> <laughs> he says with a lightning bolt that hit the entire party. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Um, well, where are they? Uh, they are... In the caravan. And I think, uh, you know, they would come out and take a look. Um, Mm -hmm. And they'll see Nana Opal sitting there guarding the caravan. (laughs) (laughs) Old creepy lady. Um, So you guys kind of make the make the handoff and the Whispering Way associates actually send word ahead of them that they're going to be heading to basically near the town of Ilmarsh. It's 
a sleepy little town, basically coastal, um, where they're gonna take Marisol and take Antrellis. You remember that Aaron from before had invited you to participate in that. And these these associates here uh, extend that invitation as well, uh, basically saying that that's where you guys will become fully-fledged members of the way. Awesome. Definitely right. ready to go. Yeah. Into it. So you make the trek um, the next day, and you get there about half a day's journey. The way greets you. You're not in a town. You're kind of... You see, like, a, a strange almost like standing stone shrine. And the members of the Whispering Way have like lit fires there. There's probably 20 or 30 members all dressed in the same dark robe with the same gagged skull symbol. You guys arrive and the preparations for the ritual begin. Lines are drawn on the ground, symbols are arcane symbols are basically put into the ground and around and you guys are greeted by Arin, Arin Vrood Hmm, it seems you were successful good news for the four of you you've brought me my prize and I appreciate that. I think the four of you will fit in with us just fine. Please, take these. And he offers you similar robes to what the other members of the cult are wearing. And he says, I know you don't have a lot of knowledge about what ritual we're doing here, but I'd like you to observe and make sure Antrellis and Marisol don't go anywhere. Can you do that for me? We got them this far. I don't think that's going to be a problem. Thank you, Saw, and thank the rest of you. Let the ritual begin. And it's dark at this point and and everything is illuminated by the glow of the fires that the way have set you see Antrellis and Marisol tied up on the shore of this beach the members of the way aside from you begin chanting and they form a semicircle behind Marisol and Antrellis. They chant, and you see Aaron walk to the center of the circle towards the two. He produces a large wriggling sack. You can tell that it's moving. And he dumps it on the ground in front of them. As you see these black leech-like worms 
leave the bag and cover the pair. Oh, fucking gnarly. You see, because the two are incapacitated and can't really fend these things off, they they enter each of their mouths and slither down their throats and disappear for a moment. And then you see each of them has a relatively different reaction. Antrellis seems panicked. And his mouth begins to froth. Whereas Marisol's face goes basically blank. She has a flat affect and she kind of just goes limp. Aaron grabs Marisol, props her up, and pulls out a dagger. He rips open her shirt and carves a symbol onto her chest. He then takes the blade and dips it in the water in front of them. All you can hear is the ravings of Antrellis and the chanting of the rest of the way as it gets louder. And then the sea begins to boil. And up from the depths, you see this black shape. And it moves towards the shore. It's a mass of claws and tentacles and eyes and it's got these pulsing brains. Multiple brains cover its body. And it begins speaking in everyone's head. And it says, Foolish beings, you should not have woken me up. My slumber is important to me. I will make you pay for calling me. And it reaches the shore. And one of its tentacles slaps down on the ground, killing two Whispering Way initiates immediately. It makes this shrieking sound that you can tell is only in your head. In the chaos, Aaron comes up to you as the rest of the way are panicking and running away. And he says, I need you to deal with this. Go. As he leaves into the woods, you see Antrellis has slipped his binds, but in the panic, nobody is running towards him to catch him. And he's able to run off into the dark. The four of you stand, weapons in hand, in front of this monstrosity. And we fade to black. And I need you guys to finish your drink. Oh my goodness. Happy Halloween. We'll see you in the future.